Hello again and welcome back to the Underground Treehouse Podcast, a podcast that discusses and reviews music of all genres. I am one fourth year host Ruben. Joining me as always is Keenan. What up? Isaac. Hello, hello. And a man formerly known as Marcos. Marcus. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm fucked up right now. You, you didn't think I was going to do it, Yo, huh? those, yeah, those You spiked, didn't think I was going to do it. Those vodka spiked ICs got me fucked up right now. <laughs> so this week, we're actually going to be doing something a little bit different. We're going to be doing a topic-based discussion around our guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures, it can, it can range from songs, artists, albums, anything having to do with music. What is a guilty pleasure, sir? So for the most part, it seems like a guilty pleasure is something that you listen to that you enjoy unironically and something that is out of your usual comfort zone. Yeah, it's just trash. Dog. That most people would probably not be a fan. <laughs> of. Yeah, that's that. So I, I actually wanted to ask you this just to clarify real quick. Okay. Do you guys think a guilty pleasure needs to be like objectively bad or yeah, does it just 100%. need to be? So think about it in movie terms. You know, like if you find a movie that's extremely fucking bad that you like, but other people don't like, that's a guilty pleasure right there. Boom. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's so part of it. Oh, oh, oh. That's, it's so, also something that you feel guilty for listening to, like that other people don't just because they don't like it. So it's safe to say it's accumulation of all these kind of things, yeah. essentially. Okay. Yeah. So it being bad has to do with it as well. Okay. So we can add that in. With that being said, I do have some honorable mentions because I think some of the picks I had aren't objectively bad, but we'll get to that. Okay. And then, of course, at the end, after we get rid of all of our guilty pleasures, we're going to go ahead and uh, read off our Instagram followers' guilty pleasures yeah. as well. We, uh, we posted a question on Instagram. Keep an eye out for those. We're going to do these hopefully once every month. Give the, give the plug. Give the plug for our Instagram. Oh, yep. Thank you, sir. Instagram at the Underground Treehouse Pod. Like I said, I think we're going to try to hope to do one of these topic-based discussions at least once a month. Um, and we're always going to post a question on Instagram, and we want you guys to uh, give us your thoughts and your answers on whatever the topic is. We just want to get everybody involved. You know, It just makes it a little bit funner for everybody, including ourselves. Yeah, if you guys so. are involved, it makes things a lot funner. So go ahead and just shoot your shoot your questions at us, shoot your recommendations, all that shit. It's and a lot feedback. For us. Yeah, feedback. Yeah, feedback. feedback. Yeah. Please. Keep it real with yeah. us as Keep well, it. please. Exactly. A hundred. A hundred. A stack. But before we get into all that, as always, we're going to go ahead and give you our music recommendation of the week as well as our local beer recommendation of the week. Marcos, go ahead and – no, Marcus, actually. Go ahead and Yo, start us off. Up, baby? Yo, they guy got, these guys got me fucking lit off of spiked <laughs> vodka or what is it, spiked iced tea. Spiked iced tea. My music recommendation this week is Dying Wish, bro. Woo! A death metal fucking band with a woman lead singer. Crazy ass vocal vocals. Yo, she's uh, featured on a song from Knock Loose called Serpent's Tooth. Disgusting vocals, bro. <laughs> Disgusting. This shit goes Damn. so stupid hard, bro. I swear I squatted at least 315 today because of all this that shit. <laughs> shit was dumb nuts. Listen to that shit. Fuck yeah. Keenan? My recommendation this week is the album 40 Ounce to Fresno by the pop punk band Joyce Manor. Um, it just came out. Just oh, came out shit. June 10th, so a couple days ago. Let's Joyce go. Manor. Shout out Joyce Manor. Check it out. Shout out Joyce Manor. Damn. And if you're in LA and you're able to get that Burger Lords collab <laughs> drop, send it my way, please. And bro, we'll pay <laughs> I will you pay double. Yeah, I'll pay you double for that. Yeah, we'll, we'll pay you double. Send that shit to us. And if you got the hot sauce, please. What size are you? Up. What size are you? Can you? Nah, the record, son. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want a shirt. Give me a fucking shirt. Size <laughs> medium. They got that alt cover collab with a uh, burger lords i guess it's a vegan restaurant in uh in la 
Oh, that's that cool. That Joyce Manor did a collab with. So, 40 Ounce of Fresno, new album by Joyce Manor. Check it out. That's so sick. Sick with it. Hell yeah. Isaac? So, lately, I've been listening to a lot of uh, movie soundtracks. So, I've been actually watching the fuck out of some Quentin Tarantino movies. Let's go. Uh, specifically, watching movies such as Inglorious Bastards and, and Un- Django Unchained. And, bro, the soundtrack yes. to Django Unchained yes. is dummy hard bro i listened to the whole soundtrack i'm sorry this isn't like a specific band or a specific song well i guess a specific song would be unchained by tupac featuring james brown of course it's one of those just like remix songs but it's it's during the scene where Django busts in and starts killing all them racist (laughs) fools with the double pistols so sick the entire scene was beautiful but the song just added so much more to it also shout out 100 black coffins by rick rick ross shout out that movie shout out quentin tarantino and thank you i feel like i'm the only one that ever that ever listens to fucking (laughs) that ever listens to movie uh movie soundtracks it's nice to know that isaac recommended one interstellar also has one of the greatest movie soundtracks of all time of all time baby score Score. 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 My bad. Okay. The original music composed for the movie as Keenan just By the legendary fucking pimp. So sick. Hans Zimmerman. The main theme goes absolutely banana nuts, crazy off the dome piece. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Bump that shit in the fucking club. You have all the bitches shaking their ass. (laughs) (laughs) To the (laughs) Interstellar. (laughs) To the the Interstellar theme song. (laughs) Fucking stupid. <laughs> My recommendation of the week is going to be Terrace Martin's The Pauly Seeds present Sounds of Crenshaw Volume 1. Uh, Terrace Martin is like one of the forefront figures in the modern like neo-jazz soul music era, I guess you could say, of the current era. It's a solo project in that he's like the main artist that kind of put this project together. But he basically brings a whole band together and he has all these cool features with different singers and stuff. This is a absolutely amazing album. Please listen to the whole thing. Uh, okay, moving on to the beer recommendation of the week. Ooh, let's get it, bro. Our beer busting. recommendation of the week is going to be the Marble Beer Safe Word IPA. Um, it's a very interesting IPA because it has a lot of fruit added in it. Pineapple banana right here off the can. A sensory experience so intense and dank, you're going to need a safe word. Ooh. Also, and the safe word is? IPA. Word. Right? Is that I'll, it? I guess yes, our yeah, choice yeah. IPA. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's IPA yeah. then. I got also. Bro, you got a slam dunky. He just fucking yeah. alley ooped it. You're like, also, IPA? Oh, I don't know. Don't. don't. It, it was on the can. That's why I was like, the safe word is. You want to redo that? Jesus Christ. No, I just got it now. Yeah, bro. what? How did you get that? I fucking broke. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, he's like, uh. This was going to go with the. the this, this was going to go to a dominatrix and just forget his safety. Again. <laughs> Bro, IPA, IPA. She's like, she's that like, video I sent you the other day of Kurt throwing up the alley oop and he missed the dunk. And oh, he's still dude. The ball. That's, that's me. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I still got it. It bounced off the rim a little bit, but I still got it. I mean, he made it into the hoop, but I mean, he twisted <laughs> hey, his ankle. Hey, 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 down. Yeah, hey. But don't forget the contributions to it. Marble Brewery, with this beer specifically, is collabing with the RNDC and Total Wine. And a portion of these sales is going to support those affected by the New Mexico fires. Right here on the sign outside of Total Wine, it says, For every six-pack of Marble SafeWord IPA sold, a portion of the proceeds will go to the local charities to help those affected and volunteering. 
So not only is it an amazing beer that'll quench your thirst, it's going for a very, very good cause. Yeah, Shout it's out. pretty good fucking beer. And we have had a lot of uh, intense fires here over the summer and uh, spring. So any contribution would be really awesome. You guys should get a six pack. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> the topic of the day <laughs> of the week. Our guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasures, baby. Let's our, fucking go. Our guilty pleasures. Again, we kind of went over what constitutes a guilty pleasure. So I think what we're going to go ahead and do is each person will give our one guilty pleasure. Or like we'll, we'll go one by one. I'll say one off and then we'll go through until everybody's done. And then again, we'll go ahead and we'll read off all of our uh, followers' comments as well. So I'll start it off. Shit. <laughs> I want to start it off by giving my honorable mentions. And the reason why I said that these were honorable mentions, like I said earlier, is if we're going to go off the basis that a Guilty Pleasure song is objectively bad, I don't think these songs are objectively bad. Now, that's kind of up to interpretation, I guess. I'll, I'll see what you guys have to say. But my two uh, honorable mentions are going to be two songs from Sarah McLaughlin. They're going to be uh, Sweet Surrender and Possession. I think, you know... What makes it a guilty pleasure for me is that it's not in the realm of my genre by any means, but I think objectively they're really great songs. And Possession specifically has a cool concept of like, she was basically like in a Bjork situation where she was getting like, um, she was getting like mail and letters from a stalker who was like basically trying to kill her and shit. And she got that concept and turned it around into a song basically. And the whole song Possession is about like the perspective of the stalker stalking Whoa. somebody. Yeah, it's pretty That's fucking dope. Fucking next level it's, right there. It's fucking wild. And for it to be like a mainstream song is, you know, it, it's even like better. up there. Yeah, yeah, even better. Um, so it's not the song that plays during the dog commercials where they're all sad. <laughs> no, it's quite, it's quite the opposite. Actually. Okay. Well, okay. Well, shout out. <laughs> um, so those two. And then my other one is going to be Me and You by Cassie. I mean, come on. If you can't listen to that song. And think that isn't one of the coldest beats ever made. <laughs> you're just lying to yourself. Cassie is like way out of my realm, but I think objectively it's a decent song. A I think song. anybody could have a to it, yeah. fucking banger of a fucking guilty pleasure. I just came up with it right now. Whenever you're done. Oh, we'll get to you. This shit better be good. <sighs> it is because I heard a shit. lot of fucking people just tell me, damn, you listen to them on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> So those are my honorable mentions, all right? To get to my very first uh, Guilty Pleasure song, uh, it's going to be the honky-tonk pop country fucking <laughs> genre within the genre, uh, Chris Young getting you home. If you know me, you know that I absolutely disdain pop country. Right. Uh, even aside from just standard country bands, I'm not even really into country as a whole. Um, but... Yeah, it, it's just something that I've just never gone into, and it's something that I have, like, zero interest in. <laughs> but, dude, tell me why one of the most generic-sounding pop country songs ever is, like, one of my favorite songs. I don't know what it is. It it has the typical, like, country guitar riff. It has the overemphasized fucking Texas accent. It has, like, the, <laughs> oh, we're going out. We're going to get drunk and fuck later. Like, it... <laughs> It's just everything that pop country encapsulates that I usually hate, but for some reason it just works in this song. I, I don't even remember when I first heard it. I don't even know how this shit came into my rotation, but it's never left. It's, it's never left. <laughs> so when was, when was the last time you you played it? Today. When <laughs> <laughs> 
played it today. It's because of the podcast, or you genuinely put it on? No, mostly because of the podcast. Oh, but yeah. it's like something that I will put on when I'm at work. Or when, when's the last time you genuinely listened to it? Sometime this week. That's fucking comedy. It's legit a regular song in my rotation. <laughs> So yeah, okay, okay. getting you home by Chris Young. That's my number one, and I love that shit. Shout out, shout out. That's a good one. All right, all right. A guilty pleasure of mine. So we've all been there, right? We have not. <laughs> <laughs> You've never been there. Nope. Nope. Not even a little. Not even a little. Oh shit! Give my us bad. your trash ass taste. Okay, my bad. Okay, okay. Well, as I was dumpster diving looking for this <laughs> song. <laughs> I stumbled across this in eighth grade as we all have been there, except for Marcus over here. Uh, a little band called Hollywood Undead. Oh, let's go. I've been there. <laughs> I've, I've been, been there. there. Oh, we in the same yes. dumpster. Fam. Yes. We were in the same dumpster, actually. No, that shit was trash, but it was fucking we're, recycling. So we're that shit was on recycling, repeat. bro. Picking out fucking Coke cans, bro. For that fucking pennies, bro. Yeah, you put, you put right a little there. bit of sand in it. So that way it weighs <laughs> more and then you get more money yes, from the sir. cans. Right. Life hack, baby. Give Put us a that, battery in that bitch. Give us that Hollywood, Hollywood undead, bro. That shit, dude. You'd be blasting that shit while mom driving, bro. I'd be thinking about life, bro. <laughs> Hollywood undead. The reason why this is a guilty pleasure of mine is because before they went like all you know butt rock and stuff, like they were just straight up like rapping with the rock and. Some of those lyrics were pretty like going back now. It's pretty hard to listen to, but at the end of the day, it's so fucking catchy. Examples include songs like "Undead," "Number Five," "Bitches," "Dead in Ditches," <laughs> um, "Bottle in a Gun," "Bottle in a Gun," bro. Bro, I'll spit the whole fucking verse right now. For bro, you right now. Sh- bro, shout out. <laughs> Bro, shout out all those fools, bro. They just made the most raunchy ass fucking music. And you're over here, an eighth grader, just being like, yeah, I hope you know that I want to fuck your holes. And you're just like (laughs) not understanding like what they're actually saying. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you're just you're just going along with it. And yeah, Hollywood and Dead was a pivotal part of my childhood growing up. And I understood now why my parents hated my musical taste. <laughs> At first I thought they were being big ass haters, but now looking back on it, it was probably very inappropriate. They're like, what but, the fuck is this? That my yeah. son's playing right now, bro. This fool's fucking bro. I was faded off the Papania when I was listening <laughs> to that shit, bro. But it was very nostalgic to me going back and listening to it. All the rapping shit, all the beats are like super like the beats are good. The beats kind of go hard. They're very synth. Synthesized, meaning like they just have like this like quality about them that is so like MySpacey, bro. Their songs smell. Their songs sound like the way Axe body spray smells, bro. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no shit. lie though, no lie. I swear to God, if I remember correctly, I swear Undead was like my fucking profile song. When you clicked on it, it was the first song on MySpace. On MySpace, yeah, yeah, fuck God. yeah, bro. <laughs> With the little uh, like interpolation of Crazy Train by by Ozzy Osbourne. Oh my God, it's literally. Literally, that's crazy train. Like you're not slick, bro. But it was fucking hard, bro. When he said, "I'm a god, motherfucker," and it's Judgment Day, I was like, "Oh yes, I'm failing math, but I feel like a god right now, bro." 
<laughs> that shit I'm fucking literally fell hard, bro. Tree, bro. That shit was. Oh, that's fucking funny. It was. It was just good times. Hollywood and Dead. And shout out to the old Hollywood and Dead. Their new stuff is cool now, and I respect that they're making music that no, they want to make now. Trash. But, no. but all the stuff with Deuce will forever live in my heart, and I appreciate them for what it was at the time. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be who I am right now if I didn't listen to them. Bro, if I didn't, if I didn't hear, oh my gosh, is it? Oh my God, is it true you screwed my mom? Fuck yeah, bro, that pussy was bomb. I don't know where I'd be right now. I don't know exactly. They bro. literally said That's that, bro. I'd be lost in life, bro. Right they now. were the most raunchy shit at the time, Jesus. bro. Like, I'd be a fucking crackhead right now, dude. Without them, yeah, I'd be a crackhead if I did. Listen <laughs> to them, bro. They saved me, bro. They, they pointed me towards the light, bro. Uh, this is who I don't want to be. Yeah. yeah. Also, they, <laughs> they were good. Yeah, exactly. Also, they had super problematic lyrics. Super problematic. But, you know, sometimes you got to just bat an eye when it comes to nostalgia. Or maybe you don't. That's up to you to decide. But for me, it's good worth band. it. Oh, Keenan, Marcos, Marcus, <laughs> what the fuck you guys got? Keenan, yeah, let's go with you. So I got the smash hit number <laughs> one radio hit. Fireflies by Owl City. <laughs> oh, let's go. Dude, when I what heard this song, fuck? like everyone in school was playing it. And this was like this was like probably high school for me. And so I was in the middle of like my heavy metal phase, I guess I would say. Right. And so just listening listening to this song, just I hated it. I hate <laughs> it. But I think it was just played so much. So I was like, let me let me check this out. Give it and a genuine shot. I got hooked on those beeps and boops. <laughs> Dude. I was like, all right, this isn't bad. And then it was one of those songs where I wouldn't even let finish. I just kept like, I would just start it over. Yeah. It was just on repeat like that. And I was like, let me dive into this dude. Who is this? And Owl City just became on like, it just became a constant play throughout pretty much high school. And it's funny because like I would be listening to, I'd be listening like Maiden and Priest. Let's go. Just like, <laughs> and then I would go like straight to Owl City. Straight to the beeps and bops. Yeah. yeah the, the beeps and boops. And then I was like, don't this dude's this dude's singing about god and it's like nah, i'll just skip this song real quick <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if we're together don't ever play that song in public anyway. <laughs> swear to god bro i play that in the club everybody jumping and nah, you know it that's that, that actually might know yeah, it. that might be Max, true bro. that might be we'll true be you play that shit out, sister son. bro and you're seeing fucking yo what was those bracelets that all the people used to wear like the candies i heart boobies yeah i heart boobies bro they're throwing the i heart boobies bracelet Bro, they're throwing their fucking vans and shit. You're in the club turnt. <laughs> no, it was, riot. it was just funny because, like you said, Marcos, I could not play it in front of my friends because I mean, we're all trying to listen to Priest, Maiden, and Carcass, and Creator. <laughs> that's, it. that's what makes it a guilty pleasure because you couldn't. And so play here it. I am yeah. saying, yo, yeah, there you go. I'm listening to Owl City, y'all. Yep. All right, my turn. My turn. Let's yes. fucking go, bro. We don't get this started with my guilty pleasure, bro. Right now, I'm scared, <laughs> of this. bro. You already this called it out, cannon. bro. It is fucking Bone Thugs and Harmony, baby. Let's how, fucking go. How is that? Wait, a, hold on. Yeah, yeah let, how, let him talk. Let him talk. But explain why that's a guilty pleasure. And do you, so, do you guys listen to Bone Thugs? Yes, yes. I do on a daily basis. Yes. No. On a daily basis, you do? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So I've been told by a lot of people that I listen to Bone Thugs on a daily basis, and they were surprised. Is that so, are they more surprised not because of the band itself, but because of who you are? Because you're more of like a metalhead. 
No, because so, of the band itself. I think even because of Bone Thugs, because they were on Versus recently. I don't know against who. You know, versus the Instagram little f- fucking pew that they have. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I listen to both things on a religious basis. And that's because of uh, of a couple of friends I grew up with in high school. Because we still fucking smoke mad fucking weed in a fucking car parked outside of our apartments. And we still fucking always bump bone thugs, bro. <laughs> every every first of the month, I have to play first of the fucking month, bro. I swear <laughs> to God. Right. All the fucking time. But everybody else does. <laughs> who? Me. Hey. I'm telling you, check your Instagrams and your Facebooks and shit. I have, I and no one else has. And no one else has. Well, I do. Word. You never. This is the first time. This is the first time you ever told me, literally, and I've known you for like five and a half years, that you told me you listen to both. Times. This is the first time that you told me you listen to both times on a religious basis. Interesting. Yeah, it's insane. So <laughs> I listen to the Crossroads, first of the month, uh, Thuggish, Ruggish Bone, and God. Notorious. And also, going on Notorious Thugs is that they're the only group that has had a collab with Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. So Really? Is that yeah. true? That's big facts. Well, they're the only group to have a, a collab with both? Only, only, only group that has that. Fact check this man. Fact check me right now. Literally, get on your fucking smartphones right now and fact check me. <laughs> Kenan has it up. Kenan has it up right now. What does yeah. it say? Tupac, Biggie, Easy E. Oh, th- and Easy E. Bone Thugs and Harmony Eazy-E. is the only group to work with Tupac. The Notorious B.I.G., Easy e and Big Pun, why they were still alive. There you go. I told you. You think I'm lying. And I knew there was more, but I couldn't remember I don't them. think anybody, nobody was you. pressing That's you. That's iconic. <laughs> Stop pressing me, bro. I know my rap. I know my hip hop. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's my guilty pleasure because a lot of people, when they when they bring up Bone Thugs, I listen to them on a religious basis. I listen to them like literally every fucking day. I fucking love Bone Thugs. What's your favorite Bone Thugs song? Um, The Crossroads. That's a that's a very popular that's one. That's a good fucking. One. That's not. It's not even top five Spotify. I feel like that's the one that I. That's the one that put me on. It's not even top five. The Spotify. intro to that. Really the intro to that song used to be like my first ringtone in like sixth grade. Serio? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. That shit is deep, dude. That shit it is dark. Is it's, it's very dark. sad. Yeah. It's very it's dark. Yeah, powerful. That's a good word to use. So probably, uh, that's my uh, good. Ple- that's my first good pleasure. My my second guilty pleasure pick is probably gonna get me fucking roasted. Okay. I mean, probably Here by everybody. Go. Here we go. Damn, you're trash as fuck, bro. I can't believe you picked them already, bro. All bro. right. Nickelback, well, I can't. It Crazy. takes some real five head shit to listen to a Gucci flip flops by, uh, by Bad head. Baby <laughs> and Little Yachty. Five head. <laughs> say, say what you will. About the fake accent, say what you will. About the accent, you mean? About the black accent, yeah. Her appropriating culture. That's yeah. Say say what you will about her having a ghostwriter and shit. And her memehood. And her memehood. She can flow, and she flows over this shit. And the beat is actually fucking icy. But I, dude, I don't, I don't know. It, it's just a fucking ignorant ass like trap pop banger and it just it just works good i don't know bad baby you know that's a whole nother thing we don't even have to get into that but for for what gucci flip-flops is it's a fucking good song it's just trash dog i, I don't know what you're talking I'm, about i'll i'll do you one better what about high bitch without the t you ever heard that song high bitch yeah high bitch bro the remix with uh made in tokyo uh asian doll and like some somebody else bro that shit actually is dumb that hard, sounds, bro like I, bad baby has a good way of picking beats that are 
fucking sick. Shout out Ronnie J for doing that beat. Yeah. Fucking super basted, bro. Yeah. That shit will fucking unplug your spark plugs in your car if you bump that <laughs> shit too loud, bro. That does sound the same with you got made, made in Toyo and fucking uh, Asian Doll. That sounds like a crazy lineup, not gonna bro, lie. it was sick, bro. Not that, gonna that's lie. That's such a good remix. So, I mean... You know, Gucci flip-flops, it is what it is, but I'm not even going to roast you because Bad Baby had some fucking bangers too. What's what's that song called? It's called High Bitch, but the bitch is spelled without a T. Okay. That's like a shtick. Right. Yeah, she don't be spelling words right because she's ignorant. Well, oh, Ruben, we should. We should she's <laughs> in the culture. We should make a. If we no, agree, the culture knows how to spell. It's just her, bro. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just, just her there, with her yeah. big ass forehead. So if we agree on it, because I do think I do admit it is a banger. Not gonna lie, it is a fucking banger. You play that shit in a club, you're gonna have the fucking people on the dance floor popping it off, bro. You're gonna have the guys twerking, bro. <laughs> it's normie music, bro. That's what it is. Like yeah, you can exactly. play that song it's, at any party and they're just like, yeah, whatever, you know. Yeah. As long as it has a good it, beat. Like I I think the things with the thing with music like that is as long as it's catchy and as long as it has, you know, a okay play. hook and the beats fire, like I don't think people are really going to like question it too much. I think it's the fact that it is bad baby as a matter of fact, like it's just That's, I don't know, it makes it so silly like so, but if it was anybody else, I don't think people would even be calling it a guilty pleasure. So the thing but because it's a fucking meme chick, it's different. So the thing is people were anticipating it because she was a meme chick. And so people were ready to roast her, we're literally at the front line, ready to fucking shit on her. But when that song came out and they heard her verse, they had to give her props because she spits. Bro, what did she say? She was like, bro, you guys got that green on your neck when you're wearing your ice or something? Like, she knows what she's saying. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it could be a ghostwriter, but probably like, that's a ghost hard, bro. It's like probably that a ghostwriter. Yeah. But as long as she flows over it and as long as the beat is icy... I don't care. Yeah, and who that, cares? The, I don't the give a greatest, fuck if she didn't write it. Yeah, the and biggest that, like that, the biggest compliment I can give her is that she has great breath control. Like, let's be honest, yeah. like she's actually kind of a fire rapper. So that's what I was. That's what I was gonna go say is that that takes that's its own skill as apart from just fucking writing is that the delivery of the verse yeah. for sure. And she did a tremendous uh, job just fucking spitting it and getting it delivered to the listener. 100%. It sounds so nonchalant and so organic. Okay. Well, I'm so. glad you guys can see the... Uh... <laughs> God damn, I think we're all bad baby fans now. <laughs> Fuck. I'm glad you guys can Jesus. see the true uh, artmanship within Gucci flip-flops. <laughs> I don't feel as bad anymore. So. No, even... even, Gucci even no, uh, so, all okay. that was gas for high bitch. Fuck off. Gucci flip-flops is hey, still mid. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> So, so even 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 with Keenan's pick, Al City, I would admit that okay, it had its fucking time, and it. I think I was more along with Keenan that it was extremely fucking overplayed, but it's the opposite from yours. <laughs> People hate on it because it's fucking bad baby, and it's because it's a generic trap, uh, uh, song. But I I would give my credit where it's due. Like she fucking spit on that. Yeah, Isaac. So, there's this little song. That is probably one of the most influential songs of all time. And yet, I think it's a guilty pleasure. You guys tell me what you think. So, there's this little fucking tiny app called SoundCloud. And you know who is kind of the grandfather of SoundCloud? I mean, maybe it's up to interpretation, but I would say SoundCloud Godfathers would include people like Little B and my next pick Space Ghost? Space Ghost is part of it. Oh. Soldier Boy cranked that. Oh, Ooh, that's a good fucking pick. <laughs> fucking that's a good I pick love for that. Guilty song. Pleasure Yo, <laughs> don't. 
Dope. Don't, bro. That beat. Kiss bro. me through the phone, bro. What? Kiss me through the phone, but crank that, bro. I arguably kiss me through the phone that. is probably a more cohesive, better song. Like it's it's a better like pop song. Like it, it appeals to more people. But crank that, crank that's the first YouTube rap song. It's like the first one that ever went viral on YouTube. That shit was popping in 2005 when you had to pay for your rollover minutes, dog. <laughs> when your phone had to flip to make a phone call. When your fucking computer made the little <laughs> sound before you <laughs> could fucking fuck? go on new grounds and play flash games. Bro, Bro, I had that song on my iPod that was just a USB stick. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. You to plug it into your computer. Your desktop. Your desktop. Your desktop. Bro. Your desktop. Windows bro. 98. And it was a shuffle, so I would always hit back because I didn't want to lose that song. <laughs> oh, man. It's so funny how that one song like encapsulates such a big moment in time. It's, it, it was an uh, era. It literally almost defines that era. It's fucking it 100% crazy. does. 100% does. And because of that song, it birthed kind of like what we now would consider a SoundCloud rapper. Like rem- it was the birth of SoundCloud. I, re- was, I remember like, when uh, I, was, I was in eighth grade and motherfuckers were saying, I should go to the talent show to just, just do the crank that. Just to do the. I was going to say, and ver- and, viral dances. And it, 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 invent, it, it was dances. one of the first songs to invent a viral dance, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, of course, you had like the electric well, I guess, slide. I was say, it's probably like for more of like our generation. Yeah, our generation. It, it's like, it's what would almost be considered like to. to put it in you know new terms it would be like the first like tiktok song it would be the first or tiktok dance excuse me like it's the first song that had a dance to accompany it that you can actually listen to the song you think anyone's listening to the electric slide or whatever that song's called like like it's only been playing at weddings that weddings and fucking white ass parties bro graduation quinceañeras quinceañeras bro like but they're not playing that by itself. You could play crank that by itself <laughs> with that bass, bro. You find the bait, the bass the boosted, boosted version, version on YouTube, bro, and it's all fucking crispy as hell because that song was old as hell, bro. And it even had that one fool, uh, uh, that one fool with the one eye in the in the video. Fetty Wap. Oh, fucking Freddie Wap. Way before that, way before that. Jack Thrilla or, or Jack <laughs> Trilla or something said, like that. This guy said Fetty Wap, bro. Oh, man, he he said I thought it was eye. too. Yeah. Yeah, a, but this guy was way before that. Way before that. He he was in the video. He was a he, he used to interview uh rappers back in the day. He, Not he a was war. a tremendous people. The video was no. so ahead of its time. It, it was a it was a great video. Great song and a great dance, honestly. I used to crank that. I remember I remember cranking that in front of my crush in seventh grade and I almost fell over my book bag and it was the most embarrassing shit in my life. And she was just like, man, you got no swag. And I was like, I know. I'm sorry. It was very I would demoralizing. never crank that in front of anyone. It was, it was only embarrassing because she knew how to dance. So then when she saw my uncoordinated two left feet have an ass, <laughs> she just, it was just not impressive to her. Yo, no, shout man. out her. Shout out Sarah. I know you don't. I never. I know you don't that. fuck with me, but that shit was <laughs> comedy, bro. She's gonna hear us and be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I don't even remember this. <laughs> it was very embarrassing, but it it holds a very very happy place in my heart because without that song, I wouldn't have a lot of fun memories of cranking that at random ass locations. You traumatized this man right here. No, it was it wasn't traumatizing. It was a blessing. Thank thank you, Soldier Boy, and yeah, shout out Soldier. 
<laughs> he still makes bangers to this day. You know that? No, hell no, he doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he definitely does. Bro, let's not the... get ahead of ourselves. Here. Fucking love Soldier Boy, bro. He's funny <laughs> as fuck. If you listen to him like you listen to Bone Thugs, no, not like that. <laughs> but Soldier Boy is funny, bro. He's cool as fuck. That's don't funny. we don't handle Soldier Boy slander here. Mm-hmm. Fuck, bro. You. Soldier Boy played Among Us and he got bodied. <laughs> <laughs> That shit was funny as fuck. I saw that. I saw him playing a movie. Oh, that was so I have a video to bring up with Soulja Boy after. All right. Keenan? So my next guilty pleasure is actually a genre. Ooh, okay. And it's actually going to be speed and power metal. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, okay. And Explain. So the reason why I went with this is because if I throw that on anywhere right now, right. I'm getting clowned. True. Just having a grown man... Scream high pitch at the top of his lungs in the tightest leather. I'm getting toasted. I so, so straight Kentucky fried, bro. Uh, bro. So like, and it's just funny because I guess for like the whole kind of like heavy metal, like that old like heavy metal scene, and just like power metal, speed metal, that's gone. True. That's gone. You're not gonna see that style for you know if not ever, like for a long time. Yeah, I'm true. It's, and so that's why I kind of have to go with that because um, even though I'm a huge, I'm still a huge fan of the genre, it's just, um, it's just so frowned upon. And so because of that, I kind of consider it a guilty pleasure just because you're getting the side eye looks for, you know, that screaming <laughs> and that's st- just that style of music in general. And uh, I mean, even like just regular, just like heavy metal, I mean, people see anything with like a pentagram on it, and they're just like, "Oh my god!" And so, so is it frowned upon by like purists? It's just in general. It really is just in really? general because that style of music is different than like this newer metal that we're getting. Because like the metal now, it's hard. It's way harder than what it was. But the lyrical content is so much different than what it was because mm. now, because well, I mean, I guess then, literally, like power metal and speed metal is all based off of just like books and like fantasy fantasy it's all yeah. fantasy. literally yeah. like there's a band called blind guardian and their first album is all just about like lord of the rings and like literally just like dungeons and dragons yeah and still like that you, is not surprising like so that's why like, <laughs> you you play that now and everyone's like what are you listening to yeah and again with the screaming the look the look is gone oh that look is that look so, is so gone yeah. and so that's why I consider it a guilty pleasure is because it's, it's I not accepted, but like, it was just like looked down on now. Right. And so that's why I say like, it's probably never going to, it's never going to come back if it ever does. Mm-hmm. And when it does, I'll be there. <laughs> bumping that shit, buying the vinyls. Yeah, you, I mean, you'll I'm be still bumping that. Let's go. Yeah. I, I completely agree. That shit is, the thing about it and why I would consider it a guilty pleasure for you or like, correct me if I'm wrong, but it is so over the top and check this out. We're talking about metal music. So to say that something's over the top in metal, that shit has to be fucking bananas. If that shit is over the top for a genre that is based on going over the top, like, (laughs) It, it, it's it's almost like an outcast in its own genre. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not even like other metalheads don't even like power metal. Right. Other metalheads think that 
think that shit is corny. So I understand why. But it's riff salad, baby. Oh, yeah. That, bro, the thing about power metal is that they're so fucking technical and yet they're so dorky at the same time. Like, how is that even possible to be that talented and then also like backhandedly, you know, like undermine your own music? It's crazy. It's good, but it's not good. Name a right. band that you like from. Oh, Halloween. Yo, Halloween oh, power hard, metal. Yo, yeah. Halloween power metal and oh, speed Halloween's metal. Age, Agent Steel, get on it. Damn. I mean, right off the rip, they're just screaming full blast in Blood your ears. Blood curdling. But it's so good. The guitars are good. The in, the instruments are Honestly, just so good. I would say it's a little bit underrated. I think it, there has a it ha, like. Well, now, yeah. But oh, at I the, feel like but it during has the a, time it, they were huge. I feel like it has a place in our generation. I feel like it should still be popping. They should make I'm a TikTok dance out of it. Does hair metal fall under the uh, same genre? Oh, yeah, as... definitely. Okay, definitely well. Does. I mean, that look. It definitely does. That, I mean, the look, whole, but the sound? Look, the sound. Not so much, right? Well, I mean, are you hair guys, metal's are like you, more poppy. Are you guys hearing that sound like in today's music? No, absolutely not. That's the not. thing. That's why I say like that whole like kind of like just genre of metal, like mm-hmm. just metal in general. <sighs> It's just pretty much gone. I mean, there are bands out there still playing this style of music, still but they're not. They're not as big as yeah, but Steel Panther's like gimmicky. True, but they it's literally a Motley Crue cover genre. band. Yeah, seriously, it's literally a Motley Crue cover band, pretty much. But pretty like much. even there, like they're from like still like the early two thousands, mm-hmm. and True. so like they've been out for a while. But like newer bands, like you just don't see. You're never gonna oh, get that. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, that, okay, just like that style. Right, the only, right. The, on, the only time you listen to that kind of music is in movie soundtracks. I feel like the fuck what. <laughs> I swear to God, I've never heard that shit. Name a movie really? that has unless it's like Detroit Rock know. City or something. Yo, shout out! <laughs> I was gonna use that. <laughs> I swear to God, I feel like that's the only time you listen to those kind of that type of music is in movie soundtracks or movie sound soundtracks that are based off in the '90s or '80s. At least. Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, that, that's exactly. why. Yeah, no, 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 I'm not gonna be in the, like in fucking fucking uh like the Avengers. <laughs> You have like Quiet Riot fucking playing for. But movies nowadays Quentin. like Ready Player One. See? Did they have power metal? I think they had like at least two songs that were power metal. Interesting. Well, I, I could definitely agree with you as far as hair metal, like as far as a guilty pleasure, because I definitely can still. I think a lot of I think a lot of hair metal for me is more so for like nostalgic sake, you know, because that yeah. my parents play nothing but hair metal, so fucking Quiet Riot and Def Leppard and. Yeah, but you if know, you go to a party, you can't throw that on. No, hell no. I mean, you, you can. can. You get booed. I mean, you can. <laughs> if it's a themed 80s party, yeah. Sister but. has fucking, like, emo nights and, like, 80s and 90s fucking Yeah, themed. but no, they even do. then, they're not playing hair metal. There's, or, like, like, a place and time for it. And, like, yeah, again, there still are fans of it who are listening I'll to play it every day. FX, baby. Say what's up. But it's it just, like, never really, like, I don't know. I don't want to say, like, held up because, of course, it's held up. But it's just, like... The, like the I guess like the younger generation like aren't really playing it. You have to be like Ruben. You have to have cool ass parents that put you on, and then you like grow up raising it. My mom raised me you. on Vicente Fernandez and Los Tigres del Norte. And nah, Lupia son. Shout out Queen Drive. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Queen Drive. Hey, those are good too, though. I, I'll give yeah, you, I'll are. give your mom of that at least. And if you got tickets to that, hit us up. <laughs> yeah, I'm so Los Tigres are probably cool. Yeah, I mean, so if you got tickets, hit us up. So we, I'm pretty sure, but yeah. Anime Sinner Fernandez passed away, I'm pretty sure. The one thing about power metal 
is that it'll never die because they're always going to be a fucking little ass bar with little bar flies that go there every fucking day or like every week. And they're always going to play the same fucking three songs when they get there. And they're going to have their same fucking chorus light. And they're going to ha- wear their Cores same light. fucking boots. And they're going to wear their same fucking jobs. And that shit is... You just described me, son. <laughs> Damn. You don't drink Coors Light, though. <laughs> you drink better beer than that. Word. That power metal will never <laughs> die because it'll live in the hearts of middle America forever. Okay. Marcos. So it's my turn. Marcus. Finally... My turn finally to uh, give out my second uh, guilty pleasure, and that boys is Limp Biscuit, the whole ass artist. Let's go! <laughs> so would it rolling, rolling, rolling? Are you ready to get roasted? For what? He's fucking heat. What are you talking about? That's he sells out yeah. Madison Square Garden. What are you talking about? Fucking yeah, you better. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Limp Biscuit, uh, fucking uh, break stuff, fucking rolling, fucking his new album. I forgot the fuck it's called. What is it called? Still sucks. Still, <laughs> Limp Biscuit still sucks. Limp Biscuit. I'll, I'll give him that. I think that's kind of funny. That yeah, they, it's uh, just funny because he yeah. knows. He knows. He, he fucking he, knows. He knows bro. the kind of hate he's getting. Yeah, dude. It's or maybe good. not he. They. They. I mean, they just yeah. sold out their entire tour for that album, so they're doing something right. Yeah, low key, low key. He has bangers, bro. Fucking uh, Barnacle, fucking Empty Hole, and fucking Snack. <laughs> Snacky food fucking goes. <laughs> Why you guys laughing, bro? Come on. Yo, shit goes low key hard, bro. Nah, nah, but for real, like Limp Biscuit is like nostalgic. It does bring me back to like nostalgic, middle school. Nostalgic, bro. Yeah. Bro, like hanging out at your fucking friend's house playing MX Unleashed on the PS2. Mm-hmm. There you go. Like, mm-hmm. That's all I got. That's all it does for me, though. But at, 20, at 2021, the year 2021, when he really still sucks. Pretty fu- it, He aged really well. Like he aged extreme, extraordinarily. Who's that? Really Fred Durst, well. Limp Biscuit, <laughs> <laughs> the lead singer, Mister F- Mister. It's a Limp band, bro. <laughs> Mister Biscuit. I hate you guys. I hate he, all of you. He's aged really well, especially like they. <laughs> <laughs> For him to take like a decade break or sorry, they for them to take a decade break and to come back with the fucking album <laughs> goes pretty hard. The thing with Limp Biscuit is I, I completely understand how that's a guilty pleasure. For me, I like them not because like I'm like their biggest fan or whatever, but like they were monumental in my new metal phase. Like without Limp Biscuit, I don't know if I would have got into Lincoln Park, yeah, I was, uh, System of a Down, Corn, you know, all all these monster, you know, amazing bands like Limp Biscuit was a part of that. People, so, a lot of people don't want to admit that Link uh, that Limp Biscuit was a part of that because oh they're cringe or whatever, whatever. But in reality, like. Limp Biscuit was so fucking ahead of their time, especially Fred Durst. He helped direct, like I think he helped direct like a lot of the videos, and he had a very keen eye for like marketing and stuff. Like in one of his videos, he has all the girls dressed like him because that was like his style. In one of the other videos, he has like a bunch of fans singing the lyrics in the video to like you know relate to his audience more. He's just so good at, at essentially marketing, essentially just being a great front man you know he was a great front man in an era where 
it was more about a look than it was, you know, one single man, you know, like he, he really did a lot for the scene. And even though people don't really look fondly upon him, you know, now it, he really did a lot. And I think a lot of that has to do with the whole, uh, Woodstock 99 era. I remember, yeah. um, Jonathan Davis from corn, like, on record, you know, said some very not so nice things, and I think that kind oh, of oh, because they had the beef, man. That's they crazy. had the beef, and, and I think that was a was detrimental to you know Mr. Biscuit's growth, you know. <laughs> and what's, the, what's the beef that they had? It was basically just Jonathan Davis talking shit, right? It, it was basically just saying that Limp Biscuit is. He said he regretted like playing with them because I think of the Woodstock '99 incident, which essentially was a big music festival that was supposed to be a shout outs to Woodstock but in 99 but it ended terribly that people were burning shit people were dehydrated a bunch of women women got assaulted like it was awful it was an awful awful experience a lot of great bands went but overall it ended up being a bust and a lot of that was contributed to Limp Biscuit because the audience went fucking fucking nutty cuckoo bananas when they started playing <laughs> and they fucking, you know, turn into Jekyll and Hyde, I guess. But I understand why you think that they're guilty pleasure. They're definitely a guilty pleasure of mine as well. Not so much because I listen to them, but because they're an influence on the other stuff that I like. Mm-hmm. Holy yeah. shit. I talked way too much. That's no, fine. that's fine. That's perfect. Interpretation. We needed a whole yeah. dissertation on the yeah, biscuit. That's I fine. I not realize. So I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, that's fine with me. You don't have to cut it. Rolling, rolling, rolling. But anyways, <laughs> I did it for the nookie. Yeah, I, I see. I see. I'm gonna cut mine right there. I think that's mine. That's that my it? recommendation. Yeah, that's it. And shout out to them for taking out Scowl on tour. The most random fucking Scowl, a hardcore band, bro. Head or co-headlining for a Good. fucking new metal Good. band, bro. What? They got to where, play where do they? Where do they headline? Where do they go? Where do they go? Bro, they All got the to play in a sold out Madison Square Garden. Yeah, sold out, bro. Scowl. Sold out. And we're about to see them in Meow Wolf. Oh, shout out. Let's go. I'm in so excited. Week. Oh, with Destroy Boys, dude. I can't wait for that shit. That's this weekend. It yeah, is. It's coming up June 20th, baby. Can't wait for that shit. All right. I'll go ahead and give you my third and final guilty pleasure. I guess this one isn't so bad because maybe she isn't as big of an artist as maybe I think she is. Um, have you guys ever heard of the artist Jewel? No. That sounds familiar, but no. She probably has like a very familiar like a ring to her name um but she has this song you were meant for me i'm not gonna lie dude i was really fucking baked like (laughs) i don't know probably about two or three years ago okay and for some reason i had the urge to listen to this song and dude it like fucking opened up a whole new perspective on this song it's it's just a standard like pop this was kind of like the precursor to pop country honestly like wow yeah, it kind of has like a like a real basic acoustic guitar riff, and she kind of has like almost a southern twang to her voice. Um, and oh, you know, you know who I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Dude, I don't know the the fucking <laughs> as you said the papanya fucking <laughs> it unlocked some kind of shit with this song because ever since that day, dude, this song has hit different. And this was a song that was really big, like in the early thousands, like or in the early two thousands. Um, like I remember listening. Like I remember this song being on the radio all the time as a Jules? kid. Jewels, Jewel, Jewel. Yeah, I'm singular. About to run that. Yeah, run that shit. Um, or I might not. But uh, it's it's just a standard, you know, relationship breakup song, and it it 
I, I think objectively it's a good song on its own, but dude, that fucking weed unlocks something for me. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> that's how, I mean, that's all I really have to say about it, but it's just a really fucking good song. Nice. I, I, I'm going to I, I'm have to give her a listen. Yeah, Damn. check it out. Check so it out. She trash. actually... Well, you probably think it will be, but <laughs> she, it was funny because you know what did it was... Where's um, the fucking breakdown? <laughs> yeah. She's well, too soft, I, bro. Can I two-step to it? <gasps> you probably could. You can country two-step. Ah, oh, fuck that. Oh, this is yeah. I'm going to score dance to that shit. Hey, oh, man. Fuck. Hey, let me tell you. I'll get I'll get down with the two-step in the pit, but you put on some jewel. Okay, maybe we could do a little country yeah. two-step. I'll, I'll make an exception for you. <laughs> no, that's waste grabbing music. For facts, it really is. It really is. Yep, that's my uh, third and final pick is Jewel. I, I wish I had more to add to it. I'm sorry, but yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think anybody does, but... Yeah, that's my bad. Listen my to bad. it. I mean, you'll either love it or hate it. It's just a... Or it'll just be there. I mean, there's nothing super spectacular about it. It's just a good song. It's not fucking Do we need to be high to experience no. Jewel? <laughs> no, because I've listened to it sober, dead-ass sober after that, and it's been just uh, as good, just honestly. As good. Just as good. Okay, so I know that Isaac has a couple left. And I think we've all kind of ran dry. <laughs> uh, Marcos, go ahead and give your uh, third and final pick, and then we'll have uh, Isaac wrap it up before we get to the uh, Instagram comments. Are you trying to say I have trash ass music? That's I mean, exactly what we're saying. I mean, you're the one that brought the music, dog. You have trash ass guilty pleasure music taste, bro. I can't help it. I like I like the cheese. Uh, all right, Marcos, what's your last one? Uh, yeah, Justin Timberlake, baby, what's up? Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Justin, <Timber boy. laughs> Justin, Justin Timberlake is actually really fucking good. Yeah, yeah, I fucking love JT, bro. He is a staple in my music discography. Like, what's your I favorite song by him or album? Uh, album Justified. 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 Specifically, favorite song uh-huh. would be I think I think it is Like I Love You, and that's because of the fucking because he spits on it, and then he has clips on it. Clips. Yeah, dude, he got eclipse or eclipse or clips. No clips. Who's clips? Pusha T and his brother Malice. Okay. You oh okay okay. <laughs> oh, I have no idea who that is. The fucking the disrespect coming out of this like fucker's mouth. The Godfathers of Coke rap. Imagine that shit. <laughs> imagine that shit on a Justin Timberlake song. Like, That's kind of hard. Oh, I I've, I I swear to God, I think I've actually heard that song. So specifically, what really Bro. got me to Justin Timberlake was this song, and after that, it was like, of course, "Cry Me a River," and then uh, uh, was that uh, Timbaland? Timbaland made that beat. I think, yeah, Timbaland. Oh, I would not be surprised if Timbaland or Pharrell or the Neptunes made that beat. I would not be surprised if those two, one of those two, made that beat. But um, that got me into the rest of the discography, "Mirrors," and then "Cry Me a River." And sexy back, all that shit. But justified that. Back, bro. The twenty twenty, the twenty oh two album Justified came out in two thousand two. Is a fucking classic, bro. Please listen to that shit. And then uh, what's that double sided? Uh, the the what was the double? It's, it's Mears is on it. Mears is on it. It's, it has it's, fuck, Jesus Christ. I'm not gonna fucking. It's the great grass. Twenty twenty experience. It's the twenty. You. Damn, how do you know? Kind of how do you know? That's gas. How do you know? That's gas that you knew that. Man, how do you know? Well, I, how do you know? I, I told you I'm a JT fan, bro. Yeah, he is. He Damn. Is. The 2020 experience. That whole double-sided fucking <laughs> album goes hard as fuck, too. Why? It's fucking good. What do you mean, why? Well, I'm asking good. you. Give me an example. What Name a good song. Um, I 
Dude, literally can't. <laughs> Sue and Ty with Jay-Z. Sue and, Sue and Ty with Jay-Z. There you go. He's the only JT fan in here. Have you guys heard any <laughs> JT? <laughs> have you guys heard any other JT songs? I actually have. Which Bro, one? Cry Mir- Mirrors from 2020. There you go. Yeah, JT is a fucking other uh, good pleasure. I fucking love listening to JT. I honestly think he's the best male singer other than uh, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber goes hard too. But we'll get like that's an, that's another one. JT Damn. tops over it. Dude, how are you gonna hit on Justin Bieber? Wait, 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 wait. Like pop singers? How dare you? Pop singers, yeah. Pop, pop. Who JT's else? up there. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. JT is a fucking pioneer. Michael Jackson. I was just gonna say Michael Jackson isn't a pint. Okay. Yeah, no. okay. he is. Hold on, hold on. Wait. Okay. Okay. No, okay, okay, no. okay. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, you I, fucked I got up, you boy. back. I got your back. <laughs> Headphones on. Of, to, of today's generation, Justin Bieber is one of the greatest, without a doubt. Like we're talking about Justin Bieber, like though. Michael Jackson isn't. He's a pioneer, but he's also an icon. Same with Prince. You could just say that same argument with Prince. I don't know. Prince is the GOAT. Prince is a GOAT. Yeah, they're not in the same category as JT. JT isn't there. I'm just saying JT is like a, a, a level, maybe a level or two below them, but he can't be forgotten. JT cannot be forgotten. He can't be left out of the argument. He cannot. I'm just saying that. All right, so real quick, sync or JT? JT. That's what? No, no, that's yeah. fair. That's, that's like saying Desi yeah. Child and Beyonce. No, that no, yeah, he has a Desi point. Child. That's like, what the that's fuck? Like, no, what he has a point. That's what I'm just fuck? asking. I'm just asking because you, because JT, you didn't get put onto JT from NSYNC. You got put onto him from. So I got, I got, I got, I got introduced to NSYNC, but I didn't really give a fuck about them. And then I got put on JT because of clips. And then that feature with clips, I'm like, oh, okay. That's what, okay, that yeah. was your gateway. But, <laughs> but I was introduced into JT because of- gateway. Yeah, but like, you know, NSYNC, like I can't really get put on JT because I'm in sync. NSYNC was a right for the time. Right. I, I, I'd honestly put Backstreet Boys before NSYNC. Yo, shout out. They were here last night. <laughs> they were. Dude, seriously. Oh my I God. put on Backstreet, Backstreet Boys before Boys NSYNC. Backstreet came last night? Yeah, yeah they were yeah. here last night. That would have been a fun ass show. Sorry. Yeah. Hell yeah. I would have put on Bastard Boys before NSYNC, but I really got put on JT because of his solo career. But if we're using that same argument, Beyonce instead of Destiny Child. <sighs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm done. I'll wrap it up. That's it. All right. So, I mean, that's just mine, Keenan and Marcus's. I know Isaac has a couple up his sleeve. So, uh, go ahead and wrap yours up, and then we'll get to these uh, replies. Okay. I'm just gonna kind of give a quick fire session here so first is tiny tim so tiny tim is an artist who would be considered on the genre of outsider music which is a whole other topic for another day but essentially it's just people who make music for the sake of themselves without any expectations and it's, it sounds a little it sounds a little wild tiny tim as some of you have probably heard does the song tip toe through the tulips and it was in the song insidious yeah the the movie kind of made it into a scary song but even before that movie i really liked that song he also did um a song that was in spongebob it was in the first fucking episode something sunshine i I forget what it's called very good song his high pitch vocals just i don't know it's like an earworm to me something about it is just super catchy uh, the medic droid if anybody remembers that shit that scene music from like 2007 2006 2008 it was very very myspace era pop like but it was very inappropriate as a kid um and i was listening to that shit again that's an understatement bro yeah oh my god very much a 
um, another high school, middle school favorite, a song called For Sure. Uh, no JK, 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 LOL, LOL, I heart your fucking makeup. Oh my God, I love your hair. So good. Love that shit. Super catchy. Crazy Town. Uh, the song Butterfly. Come, come, my lady. You're oh, my butterfly. Sugar, baby. That's such a good song. Oh, it's so catchy. It's so catchy. I don't know how much it holds up, but it's super catchy. It's great after you've had a long night and you just want to drink a beer with your homie and you just want to have a good vibe. You say, come, come, my lady. <laughs> and that fool has fucking stars tattooed on his collarbones. Like every fool in the fucking late 90s. Shout out that guy. Uh-huh. Uh, I have another song called Shoes by a little YouTuber. This song's a little different. It's a parody song. It's called Shoes by a YouTuber named Kelly. And essentially it goes like this. Let's get some shoes. Let's party. And then it has like a weird techno beat. Uh, it's just a very, very, very silly song. It's a song about shoes. You listen to that unironically? Unironically, bro. What? It makes me laugh yeah. every single time makes me laugh every single time wow love that shit it's very silly very uncanny i would say it's not not an easy listen if you're just bumping that shit but it's just it's it makes me laugh every time so i like it uh one last one here well two more two more uh crazy frog everybody knows crazy frog that song a big part of my childhood, I used to buy Crazy Frog ticket um, stickers from those little quarter machines outside of grocery stores, and I had Crazy Frog stickers all over my room. <laughs> I was obsessed. Fucking used to watch the music video that would come on uh, on Cartoon Network randomly, sometimes in between commercials. And last one, Colt 45 by Afro Man. <laughs> <laughs> two zigzags baby that's all we need we can go to the park after dark smoke that tumbleweed as the marijuana burns we could take some turns singing them dirty rap songs it's a classic another eighth grade banger i'm sorry all these songs are from my childhood and eighth grade and shit and i know i probably sound like a fucking scratch cd the way i repeat myself so much but it's just so 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 good bro nah that definitely plays a big part into what makes a guilty pleasure song a guilty pleasure is yeah. like the nostalgia attached to it you know 100%. just plays a huge role to it maybe not all songs but most of them 100 percent, 100 percent. i remember a girl named marissa um uh, showing me this song in a uh, computer class and she showed me this song and it like changed my life i was like a girl listening to a raunchy song what is this and it, it just changed my perspective on women, on music, and on life in general. So shout-outs to Afro Man. Shout-outs to Cole 45 and his various encounters with women and his, you know, sexual escapades. And, yeah, that's about it. Sorry for being so long-winded. Uh, yeah. No, that's great. I'm glad you added those last couple songs. Fucking <laughs> Crazy Town, dude. That's so funny. Crazy Town, What that is such a good pick. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, I love that shit. All right, that wraps up the Underground Treehouse's picks for Guilty Pleasure songs. So let's go ahead and get uh, our Instagram followers' Guilty Pleasure picks. Uh, again, we really appreciate you guys commenting. It means a lot more to us than you probably think. You know, it, it, it's, it's very fun that you guys are interacting with us, and it's cool that we can interact back with you. So, uh, Truly. Uh, yeah, again, we, we hope to uh, keep this going in future episodes. Um, right off the rip, let's go ahead and get with the first reply, Cowboy Mobster. Shout out to you, the Ooh. OG himself from Cibola. 
His pick is Death of a Bachelor by Panic at the Disco. Damn. And uh, yeah, this is a song that I really wasn't familiar with. And I listened to it and I was like, okay, this is actually it's pretty, pretty cringe. cringe. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty is, cringe. This is a great pick for a guilty pleasure song. It's like it encapsulates like so much of that like dubstep, like fusion kind of, you know, emo rock. It's so funny. But yeah, that, that was a great pick for sure. Shout out. 2011 personified. Yeah. Or Honestly. Whenever, or whenever it came out, but that's what it feels like to me. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Uh, second, second response right here. Moose Knuckles, shout out to you. Thank you for the reply. Another OG. Uh, she says... <laughs> <That's a> she. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. That is a great username, Dude, ma'am. Fucking goaded. She says, little basic, but Kit Cuddy is always a guilty pleasure, especially ghosts or passion, pain, and demon slaying. So, I don't listen to Kid Cudi. What do you guys feel about that? That, that album specifically, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I 100% agree. It's a fucking guilty pleasure. That album was album a it? huge uh, fucking demon slaying and fu- some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the one where he was like in the woods. No, yeah. no, 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 no. That's speeding bullet to heaven. Which one was it then? It's the it's the one where it's like a pink cover and he has like his shirt open and he's Oh fuck that. What the what do you mean? That's a great ass fucking album. <laughs> so yeah, so I was a little confused when I first read this um response. And I think now, like, especially with Kid Cudi's uh beef with uh Kanye and with Speed and Bullet to Heaven, I think he's not became a meme, but he's not taken as serious. No, no, so 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 let me stop you there. So yeah, you're right. I I had it mixed up. It's passion, pain, and demon slaying, and then speed and bullet to heaven, two different ones. Uh, I agree with Moose Knuckle. Both of them are trash, but guilty pleasures. <laughs> but guilty pleasures. Wait, what do you mean? But guilty pleasures because they have a couple. For me, at least, sorry. Uh huh. They have a couple of uh of songs that I like. Um, well, specifically on passion, pain, and demon slaying. Um, I thought that whole album was trash. Besides like a couple songs. <laughs> Um, uh, Rose Garden and um, I think that's literally about it. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> that's me. funny. I I think yeah. I I think I think when she said it, I think she was kind of specifying these these two albums as opposed to Kid Cudi yeah. as a whole. Um, yeah, I I completely get it. I mean, they're they're definitely some of the weaker ones. They're not fucking <laughs> speed and bullets to heaven bad, but they're weaker when you put it in comparison to like Man on the Moon, you know what, one two, and Indica and stuff yeah, like you know that. What, I was about to say, you know what would be a good pick was Indica. Indica got a lot of backlash when it first released, mm-hmm. and I thought that really uh, that album really aged well. I think it's a really great album. Yeah, Indica. Yeah, sure. it's really not that bad. Yeah, um, but when it released, it got a lot of fucking hate because people were wanting Mine on Moon 3, and, but they got into Cuddy instead. But um, Passion Pain and uh, Speed Bullet Salmon, damn, Moose Knuckle. Like, no, really she, said, she said Ghost. Oh, she said Ghost? Yeah, Ghost and Passion Pain and Demon Slaying. She didn't say anything about Speed Bullet Salmon. Who said Speed Bullet Salmon? You Bo- did, bro. Oh, did oh, <laughs> my bad. I'm, I'm all fucked up. Yeah, I guess in the scope of things. It, it makes sense. It makes sense. So, again, shout out to you. Thank you for the response. All right. Third response right here, Zia Edgar. Shout out to you. Thank you. Old school John o- John Adams, homie. Oh, man. Uh, he says Dua Lipa. What do you guys think about this one? Oh, not a big fan. I can see why it's a guilty pleasure, though. I do, I do like I do like the she, – she has, like, some features on some songs that I think I'm a fan of. 
That sounds super vague, and I'm sorry for that. <laughs> like, I think I like this person. I have no idea. I don't know. I think I like Dua Lipa, but I'd have to go back and listen. Yeah. I, I think it's more so the fact that she's just like a pop artist. You That's, know? Fair. I, That's fair. That's fair. I, I see know. her everywhere, but I, like, can't name a song from her. Right. Same. So Same. I'm, not, I'm not sure. Right, right. It's, I mean, it's, it's good music. I don't think it's really a super hot take, but I could definitely see why. I, I think, again, she just kind of gets thrown into the pop artist realm and pretty much like guilty by association. You know, if you're associated with pop music, then you're automatically like like listed as a lesser artist. <laughs> so I, I, I don't think Dua Lipa falls in that at all, but I could definitely see why this is considered like a guilty pleasure. Um, All right. Our fourth recommend or our fourth answer Jessica Dragon, shout out to you. Day one, absolutely. She says, my guilty pleasure music would either be classical oldies or musical soundtracks. Ooh. Classical oldies, I don't think, is a super hot take. I Not think I think it's actually kind of appreciated a lot more than people would think. It's so, aged really well. Aged very well. Aged very well. And um, it just sounds good. I mean, I, I don't it's know. In the name. Yeah. It's musical. It's, it's, it's classic, musicals, yeah. Musicals is on the way up there with the new West Side Story uh, remake. That they came out with a lot of people were really a big fan of that uh musical i would assume that uh musicals are on their way up too there's yeah. just not a lot of them there's just that's not a lot why of them. i think it is no i appreciate it but i'm pretty sure like even with the high school musical uh tv show that came out with a lot of people were really appreciative of that when uh they released it on i think netflix or disney plus i forgot which one it was but people were really appreciative of that so i feel like musicals are going to age really well past our generation well i i guess that makes sense i i'm personally I don't know anything about musical soundtracks. I don't know anything about this West Side Story and all this shit. So, <laughs> so I am for sure outside of the realm of this. Um, but but I guess what you could also like you could also count um, what like Greece and yeah you uh, count Greece um, Repo. I know Repo. I don't know. <laughs> Repo's literally the only musical I've ever seen. The Genetic Opera. You're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. That shit was hard. A great one is La La Land. With, That's a good one. Uh, Mamma Mia. That's a musical. It's another, oh yeah, really there's another one. Yeah, Mama Mia. That's like a really good show too. Or uh, so movie. I know. Lala, and that's a great soundtrack. Really? Especially yeah, if you're dude. a fan of jazz. Yeah, people love that shit. That's a good one. I've never I, seen it. I haven't either. That's, that's you just convinced me. That's what the full from Drive, right? Yeah. So what is that? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling and, and Emma something. Emma Stone. Who I f- love Emma Stone. Get yeah. on it. Okay, next answer is going to be from Heaviest Heart. Thank you so much for your reply. They say Alex G, Fog Lake, and Starry Woo! Cat. Never heard of so anyone. I, so I, I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't either. But listening to this, what? This shit's good. <laughs> this shit is dope like maybe, dream pop, bedroom pop. I actually thought this shit was so good. dope as hell. Who maybe is it this again? is another example of someone liking something outside of their typical norm. Maybe this person... It Let's could be the complete opposite of that, and that's why it's a guilty pleasure. It could be for sure. What is it? Um, so Alex G, Fog Lake, and Starry Cat. Three three separate I've artists. I've never heard of any of them. I that's hadn't crazy. either. I I've hadn't heard either. Of Mazzy Star. Well, not Star Cat. Yo, shout out. Yeah, for real. Yeah, shout out to Mazzy Star. Uh, shout out to you, Heaviest Heart, because I'm actually gonna check out all three of these artists, Yo, man. Shout out. Alex G, check out. You have to check out Alex G. He, a lot of his um, a lot of his stuff actually isn't up. He put a lot of it up like on YouTube and. Um, I would say like SoundCloud. Oh, okay. So you, it's kind of hard to find some of his older stuff on, um, you know, like Apple Music and Spotify. But uh, check him out. I know um, he has a really big influence, like the pop punk Ooh, community. Nice. So like wow. 
a lot of that style kind of like translated over to like the pop punk stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other two, not very. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I mean from from the little that I checked out after I saw the answer, definitely worth checking out. Uh, so again, thank you for the reply. All right, we have a couple more. These two are actually going to be grouped in together. Uh, thank you, uh, Jittle Lames, I think it is, <laughs> and Taryn Burnick. That's like some tickle bitty shit. Bro. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. <laughs> Doing this shit on purpose to me. Uh, shout out to you guys. Thank you guys so much for the response. They both say K-pop music. Oh, I know nothing about K-pop music. Is this a hot take? Going off, and it's been Dude, going off BTS for like a while now. For for so for women, it's going off, and it's not a hot take for women, but for guys, it is. A lot of guys like if you play that in a fucking car full of your boys, you're gonna get shit for it. Yeah. I twice. I'm kicking you out of my car twice. Before you get <laughs> shit okay, for it. so all right, Kenan's cool. Kenan's cool. cool. You're kidding. You're kicking me out of car, your car if I play some kick pop. If you talk shit to me, I'm kicking you out okay, of my car. Kenan's cool. Kenan's yeah. cool. Uh, yeah. Oh, we knew this. Yeah. So you listen to it twice. You listen to fucking BTS or uh, fuck, what's the fucking other one called? There's another big band. I forgot that it's called, but yeah, they're fucking. It's it's alright. It's cool. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I only know it because of League of Legends. That's what. That's it. <laughs> Motherfuckers love fucking K-pop. Let's go. Motherfuckers that play League of Legends love fucking love I K-pop. I was saying, man, you playing with all these Koreans on League of Legends <laughs> and shit. Shout out Korea, South Korea, baby. What's up? Yeah. Shout out Seoul. Hell yeah. Okay. Unironically, I fucking love this Korean pop artist name uh, or this. It's like a boy band essentially. They're called uh, Straight Kids. Oh, yeah, Straight Kids was the other one I was thinking about. Yeah, Straight Kids. Straight Kids, Stray they Kids. have a song called uh, Chronosaurus. Woo, that song is so vibey. That song that song is like, it. obviously it's like pop music, but it just makes you want to dance, bro. Like it, And there's like just a bunch of really, really good, solid like K-pop that it has like a lot of soul, surprisingly. Like, really? Yeah. Like, there's, I, I, I feel it. Also, shout out. I know this isn't exactly the same, but baby metal, baby metal essentially mixed metal and K-pop together, yeah. or J-pop maybe, and they have a song called uh, Masugi or something like that. Very, very good. And yeah, so sh- shout out, shout out, those two. That's all I really know. I understand why it's a fucking <laughs> <laughs> a guilty pleasure because it, you cannot play that shit at a party. But I don't know. Maybe at a party, you probably get away with I, it. I bet at a party so? you probably yeah. could. Yeah, but they're not paying a, a bro, not baby you play metal. That shit in the South Valley, bro. Oh well, yeah, you played in the Heights. They're gonna be bopping with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna be singing along and shit. <laughs> you see the subtitles on their pants. <laughs> yeah, K-pop is a whole ass <laughs> movement, though. You don't piss them off. You don't piss Dude, off. Dude, no, yeah, yeah, their yeah. fans no, no, are no, no. It's, all, it's all love. It's all no, it's no disrespect. It's just, it's just. I I understand why it's a it's, it's not all love to them. It's like. It's seriously oh, to yeah, that community. Yeah, no. It's serious. Don't, don't piss them off. The K-pop community, we love you guys. Yeah, dude, they'll they'll DDoS us yeah, for sure. No. If they hear we this. love you guys. <laughs> Next one is gonna be from Picnic Eric. Thank you for your recommendation. Uh, he says the artist's daughters. Now I was a little confused when I read this because daughters is really fucking dope. But you um, you get it though, right? But yes. Yeah, so I think why this would be considered a um a guilty pleasure is because the frontman of daughters alexis marshall was accused of rape mental and sexual abuse against our homegirl lingua ignata 
So really? what? Yes. What? Yes. No way. They against had, Lingua Ignata. Yeah, Lingua Ignata. No. Was against Christian. Yes. Or, Christine, right? No, Kristen. Kristen. Kristen, my bad. My yeah, bad. yeah, Kristen. Are you serious? Yeah, they they fuck daughters, bro. Yeah, fuck bro. all the daughters. <laughs> Wait, is it accused bro, or did it did they actually get like fucking prosecuted for it? Well, I'll have to read up a little bit on it more, but as soon as Lingua came out with these allegations, he left the band and the band disbanded immediately. So, I, I mean, that's not obviously Nah, fuck daughters, that, dude. <laughs> Lingua's are fuck fucking daughters. Gr- yeah. Lingua's are our girl, homie. our boy, our homegirl, dude. She, yeah, homie, she, dude. Lingua yeah, is dude. a what? fucking Bro, I literally just started sweating. <laughs> you have no idea. I fucking love Lingua I'm surprised Lingua you did not know about this. I, I, that's my bad. I'm a fake fan. I'm so no, hurt that she had to go fan. through that. And I'm glad that what she came out. What kind of accusations? But that is crazy, yeah, bro. Dude. I'm, I'm sorry for, um, for overreacting, but that is seriously <laughs> insane. No, you're I'm good. Sorry she what kind of accusations? Uh, I'll, I'll have to look into it more, but like I said, it's rape, mental, and sexual abuse. So Damn. a pretty fucking serious That's allegations. Crazy. That's some um, serious ass allegations. Right yeah, there. yeah, dude. I mean, I, I can't tell you if charges were ever brought up. I can't tell you if this ever went to trial. But just the fact that these allegations came out and he immediately left the band and it disbanded after is that just says something about yeah. But crazy. it could also be a PR move. It could be PR. And I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I don't know anything about this. This is my first time hearing about it. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I'm just saying he probably left the group for a big PR thing. But, I mean, I don't know how the fuck this is going to unfold. This is the first time I'm hearing about it. Yeah. Well, this was in 2019. So this was was a couple years ago. I mean, I don't know. But you know how court cases could be. They could take years, bro. Oh, yeah. They could take fucking five to ten years. They could take a whole ass decade. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Especially Um, if it's serious like that. Like, Oh, yeah, something that fucking and crazy that's they got money they, they could draw that shit out for years yeah dude shit is fucking crazy so against lingua what lingua of all people shit is nuts her music makes a lot more sense now dude oh of course okay 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 so a fact from the, all the accusations and allegations daughters who who here has heard of daughters i've heard of daughters and i've heard of them I got as well that. yeah okay. Keenan knows daughters know. daughters is actually really fucking good but they're insane like their music isn't like easy to listen to. For, no, like, a at all. Person. It's like atmospheric. Uh, slow dive. No. No. <laughs> no. 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 What are they? It's like slow dive if you if you took too much ketamine. <laughs> yeah, that's actually probably the best way to describe it. Terrible. Like, <laughs> it's kind of oh, fuck daughters, bro. No. That makes me so well, sad. I mean, that's why I hearing that. Yeah, but you can't. You can't. Yeah, yeah. Separate the artist from the music. You have to. I mean, the, when we're doing this. Discussion. The reason they hate me is such a good song, and I mean, I mean, of course we don't we don't back anything. Yeah, we don't condone that shit. But yeah, just objectively sure. speaking, it's a good song. It. I mean, that whole the whole album. You won't get what you want. Yeah, is dude. that the one with like the little ghost face on yes. it? Yes, like yeah, with the yeah. skull on the yeah. front. Yeah, yeah, that's you a great get album. On that, but. So that actually brings up another good point that I guess we didn't really discuss. So can a guilty pleasure song be made a guilty pleasure song based on the band's history? It can, yeah. 100%. So I, I guess it'd be like, why well, like Marilyn Manson? Well, I was about why? to say like, Marilyn Manson. I was about to give out that example yeah. Marilyn Manson. Yes. So that's, I guess that's a good point we didn't think about is the band's history yeah, so can also play into the guilty th- pleasure. So of it. think about in an eggshell, it's if other people disapprove of it, but you like it. Right. That's right. all it is. It could yeah. be applied to any situation, any category, any genre, any anything, any any subject. Right, right. 
if people disapprove of it, but you enjoy it, that's a guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, we we were thinking of the metric of it just sounding shitty or like <laughs> just being generic. Not that the fucking lead singer is raping people. When I was making my list, I didn't. I wasn't really thinking of you know history and stuff. I was just thinking more you know my own past you know nostalgia and you know things that I have gone back to and realized oh yeah objectively this might not be good but i still like it right it was, i i definitely based a lot of all of my picks off of uh like a little more fun factor than you know serious stuff you know yeah like allegations yeah or, you know artist pass or anything like that for so, sure and i think i'm glad that everybody else did that as well all right next one Tone, our homie from Phoenix. Oh, let's go, yeah. Tone. Tone. Let's go. Thank you for your contribution, man. Appreciate it. His picks are Rihanna and Lady Gaga. Well, Rihanna's Ooh. a really good one. Well, is it, though? Because she's extremely popular. But it's probably Anti- in his and yeah, but it's perspective of him. I know him. He's one of the biggest and most like uh, thoughtful uh, rap uh, fans, like hip-hop uh, fans I've ever met like he he is a fan of lyricism and deep you know thoughtful lyrics you know what anti I mean? has been an album that I have on repeat since I was in high school since when it first released so I don't think it's a guilty pleasure pick. I think that's a really good uh, I think your homie has a really good taste in music if he likes Rihanna honestly weren't you just saying you were listening to a bunch of Lady Gaga too Lady Gaga yeah I'm familiar with Lady Gaga you Me know too. and I think Lady Gaga is one of Wait. the most solid pop artist did, ever but did you see lady gaga too yeah oh he said rihanna and lady gaga yeah sorry i only paid attention to the rihanna part my bad <laughs> all he heard is rihanna and he was like yeah fuck yeah 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 sorry this is literally um, what happened I, he just said rihanna and i was like what why rihanna <laughs> rihanna's fucking amazing Spence but lady gaga too lady gaga's fucking amazing as fuck too well yeah, no, lady gaga is Spence, like, why you bringing up <laughs> i know so, lady gaga what the fuck so 100 like putting myself in his shoes yeah, it could be a, a guilty pleasure pick, especially when you're just all about like lyricism and like either like really hardcore rap, really underground rap, and then you play Lady Gaga or Rihanna for sure. People are gonna be looking at you like, "Who's to this? What the fuck?" <laughs> Boys, that uh, it's A S A S X N C H X Z. All right, what's his real name then? Tony. Tony, hey Tony. 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 From Marcos, that's my favorite pick. Rihanna and Lady Gaga. Yeah. I fuck with those picks, bro. Yeah, so hard. For sure. All right, we're down to our last two. Uh the second to last is gonna be coming from Breck. Shout out to Breck, the creator of our intro and outro song. Thank you, know, you so much. Dude. Again. Sounds amazing. Thank you. Uh and just an overall great friend to me and Keenan and everybody at the podcast. Uh he had a really left field one. Uh his answer was Millie BM to the B plus WAP by Alton Vanderberg on SoundCloud. And I read that. I was like, what the fuck is this? So then I listened to it. And it's it's like a WAP mashup with that with that Millie B. It's, um, I, we, we listened to it briefly right before the podcast started. Uh, long story short, I could see why this is a, <laughs> this is a guilty pleasure mix. It, it, it's probably like... Describe it. Oh, fucking... Hard hitting techno beats with fucking Megan the Stallion, Cardi B spitting <laughs> fucking pussy bars in your face at the same time. Like it, it's a, uh, it, it gets pretty nutty. It's coochie um, core, baby. Coochie core. <laughs> Let's go. It's very obscure, and I dig that. Um, but but yeah, it's you just need to listen to it for yourself to really understand this pick. 
Millie uh, what? Millie Bob? It's uh, a <laughs> like Bobby Brown. Yeah, it's kind of an earful. Let me let me Millie B M to the B. That's so hard. Plus a wop. We'll put that shit into our playlist, baby. Yeah, and then the artist is Alton Vanderberg on SoundCloud. It, it's only Christ. on it's only on SoundCloud. Breck, as far as I know, but Greg, you're insane, bro. <laughs> yeah, shout out Breck. That's definitely the wild card pick out of yeah, all this. That sounds like a wild card pick. <laughs> I haven't even heard the song yet. And that sounds like a wild card. Facts. All right, and last but not least, Wyatt. Our good friend Wyatt, Woo. Taillight Serenade. Please listen to them. Thank you for uh, supporting. The final pick is going to be Pocket Full of Sunshine. Oh, that's Ooh, actually a really good pick. Pocket Full of Sunshine. That's a good song. Low key. Like Lauren Benfield or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. Low key, that's a oh. really good song. Wait, what song am yeah. I thinking of? Uh, I got a pocket, pocket, pocket full of sunshine. Oh. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good song. <laughs> she's spitting those bars. Bro, she low key spit, bro. <laughs> she, bro, she in the pocket and shit. That's, like, dude, that's in like a up. handful of fucking movies. What are you talking about? That shit Facts, good. bro. That is That was a music, a movie staple in, in the soundtracks. That's yeah. crazy. That's stuff. where it should have stayed. <laughs> That's why it's a guilty pleasure. Oh, he's a You're hater. talking about no, when I'm you not. fucking have a happy a ass day, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the sun shining out on a summer fucking no, day. No, it is a good song. You're playing just... in that fucking pocket full of sunshine, so you're gonna have a good ass fucking day. You're a hater. <laughs> Jesus, That's a I, good ass fucking song right there. I didn't no, think you'd be dare. writing so hard for <laughs> Natasha Benningfield, yeah, bro. Man, hey, hey, song. hey, me either. Pocket full of sunshine. There's no slander, bro. No slander. Fucking hate that song. <laughs> Fuck you. I know. Yeah. It's a fucking good song. Yeah, I, it's a pretty good song. It's a pretty I, it's, good song. Again, it, it falls into I got the, a pocket pocket book full of sunshine. Yeah. Does it go? I'm not going to repeat that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, this just falls back into that realm of pop music that people just immediately write off, which, again, I get it. I get it, but there's, some, classic, there's some bangers in there, and yeah, yeah th- this, a is a, th- this is a classic. Was she a one-hit wonder? Yeah. Could be. Well, I, I don't know. No. I, I can't really, I no. can't really speak. She had other songs? I mean, honestly, if we're comparing it to a pocket full of sunshine, she's a one-hit wonder. Oh. All right. That'll conclude it for our Instagram comments and the podcast as a whole. Our very first topic-based discussion. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed it. It was a very fun time for us. It was very silly for us. Um, again, I want to uh, try to implement this once a month. And uh, honestly, if you could guys, if you guys can give us some uh, recommendations on what topics you want to hear. Um, you know, that's just only going to add to the interaction between us and you guys. Um, and I mean, overall, she can give us better ideas, you know, much more general ideas. Again, these comments uh, are posted on our Instagram at the Underground Treehouse Pod. Go ahead and give us a follow. This is where you can keep up on updates with, you know, new episode drops, uh, topics whenever they're posted. This is where you can answer to our questions. Um, our Instagram is our really only social media account. So uh, it's going to be our main hub so. for right now. For right now, yeah, we, I'm, I'm sure we'll end up expanding in the future. So, uh, again, Instagram, if you're not following us, Underground Treehouse Pod. If somehow you're not following us on Spotify, please give us a follow. We really appreciate it. Um, I think that wraps it up. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time, we out. Peace. Bye. Bye.